Cast Network. I'm your host, Arun Herman. We had the opportunity to speak with Sam Hoffman, the creator of Old Jews Telling Jokes. Let's take a closer look. Whenever you bring a play uh, to New York, sometimes you're not exactly sure how it's going to play out. You had a very successful uh, web series. Mm -hmm. um, why did you bring, decide to bring it to Broadway? Well, in fact, the, the play is being produced by a couple of guys named Dan Okren and Peter Gethers, who, um, Dan Okren was one of our, not our, our very first joke tellers, but in our first, our second season, Dan Okren was one of our joke tellers, and he's an amazingly accomplished guy. He's written eight books. He invented rotisserie baseball. He, um, he's written about, the, about prohibition. He's been an editor at the New York Times, and he loves jokes. Um, and... Um, so it really was Dan's idea to make it a play. And so he came to us with his partner, Peter Gathers, and proposed to us that he take the material and make a play out of it. And so that's, uh, that was really the genesis of it becoming a play. And, you know, the web series is, is awesome. It's like, you know, it's just when you, it, it's like that, that, that Jewishness that just makes you like, say like, I'm proud of you. That's just funny. You know, it, it's like, uh, it goes from literally from generation to generation. Um, how did you get it all together? Well, I mean, the, the um, web series has had an interesting path. You know, um, it, 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 it's, it, its genesis was, you know, I, 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 my sort of job is I produce movies, and I, I have a lot of friends in the movie business, and a couple of them were starting an Internet content company, and they came to me and said, do you have any ideas for, for Internet content? And I thought, you know, my first thoughts were practical, you know. I, I want to make something that can be sort of short and funny, fun but it'll have a little bit of a look and a little bit of a style to it and I said well let's do let's let's shoot my dad and his friends telling jokes but let's do it in a way that has some style you know and and so that it won't look like everything else on the internet and um, so we, we did that we did a shoot my father was the casting director my father who was a judge for for 20 years in New Jersey a criminal judge but loves telling jokes and has a lot of cousins and friends who love telling jokes. He put it all together. Uh, the casting of the first season took it very seriously. Found great joke tellers, uh, including my mother. And um, we put it online, and it, and it went nuts, you know. And since then, we've done four other shoots, uh, including our current one, which was in Boca Raton, which, of course, is the mother load when it comes <laughs> to old Jewish humor. And written a book and put it on the BBC, etc. And what's really been interesting for me is that what started kind of as a kind of a lark in a way on the internet to see if we could make something interesting on the internet has become really has become like a folklore project like as you say it's become um, a way of um, recording and archiving this particular part of Jewish culture that is not only kind of amazing and very specific to the Jewish culture and something I think we're all really proud of is something that has influenced American culture in a great way, but it's also, in a lot of ways, indicative of a few things that are not going to be around forever. You know, I don't let anybody on the site under 60 years old, and 60 isn't old, but you know, we also have 70-year-olds and 80-year-olds and 90-year-olds and even a hundred-year-old. Mm. And what it does is it connects these jokes to an earlier time in the Jewish American experience, a time when Jews were either first or second generation here, you know, and when they had parents at home who spoke Yiddish, and the jokes are very infused by the cadence of Yiddish, and 
a lot of the joke tellers affect the Yiddish accent. And these people, a lot of them grew up with Yiddish accents at home. They're, they know a Yiddish accent in a way that I'll never know a Yiddish accent, you know. And um, a lot of the jokes are about being first generation or second generation Americans and about the experience of assimilating. A lot of the jokes are about assimilation, you know. And so what's what started out as kind of a fun little idea to entertain people on the internet has really become a lot more than that. It's really become a, a, a very interesting folklore project, which, you know, I hope at some point we're going to have probably the most comprehensive library of these jokes, you know, on the internet, which is kind of cool and important to me. And the other thing is, you know, we're now talking to the BBC about going over to England and shooting Old Jews UK, which will be really interesting because we'll see what does it mean to, what's a Jewish joke in England? What is a Jewish joke that's been sort of forged in the crucible of the English culture? You know, so um, I'm really proud of that. I'm really excited about it, and I, and I agree with you. I think that there, these things are, are, are and I think a, a part of the appeal, especially to younger people, is that there's, it's a way to connect to Jewish culture that isn't religious. You know, it's something to be culturally proud of, something to be culturally connected to, a way of saying that's something that's ours and is fun and cool that I can share with my friends. Did anything surprise you as you were putting together this series? Um, you know, I know whenever you're producing uh, segments, you kind of have a vision for how things are going to play, especially, you know, um, it's, it's very personal. It's your family that's involved. Didn't come up during your series. They're like, "Wow, that's that's really funny," or "That's that's amazing." We wasn't expecting that. Well, yeah. I mean, there were there were a couple of things that I kind of knew going in, and there are a couple of things that I've discovered. One of the things that I knew going in was that if I created if I created something that had a particular look to it, that it would pop, you know, and that it would feel different from you know. There's tons of people telling jokes on YouTube. You know, it's what makes this feel different is that it has a very particular look to it that we created and Tony Rossi, my cinematographer, you know, makes it beautiful. It always looks the same. Um, one of the things that I didn't realize is that when a 70-year-old or 80-year-old tells a joke, especially someone who's not a professional comedian, tells a joke and gets a laugh, they transform. They become 10 years old again in the mm -hmm. schoolyard. I mean, it's a very, the experience of landing a joke and getting a laugh is a very powerful experience to a person even you just see them shed seven decades of life of, mm -hmm. and of cynicism like in an instant when they land a joke you know the other thing i didn't realize but has proven to be true is that if you if you get an 80 year old woman to drop the f-bomb it's comedy gold on the internet <laughs> Very true. Very true. um in, in terms of this play uh what are you hoping for audiences to take away from it well, I mean, I think what's wonderful about the play is that it combines a very fun evening of laughs and a celebration of culture. And what's great about these jokes is, you know, the nostalgia is built into the jokes. You know, you don't have, just as like when you, if you were to go see um, the Jersey Boys, you know, it doesn't have to have nostalgia, like, slapped on top of it. All you have to do is hear the songs and you you go to a certain place, mm. you know? And this is the same thing with Old Jews Telling Jokes. You, you don't need to be, 
you don't need all you need to do is hear these jokes properly performed and these and Dan and Peter have done such a wonder and the director Mark Bruni have done such a wonderful job of staging it simply and elegantly that all you have to do is hear these jokes and suddenly you know you go somewhere you because you connect to these things there are there are, are a, 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 a a currency you know that 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 brings you to your your youth or the first time you heard it or uh, the Seder when you were 10 or you know uh, they they have a powerful resonance can you tell us your favorite Jewish joke yes my favorite Jewish joke which actually is in the play goes like this a German a Frenchman and a Jew are walking through the desert it's very hot and they're dry and arid and the German says ah I'm so hot. I'm so thirsty. I must have a beer. And the Frenchman says, Oi, I'm so hot. I'm so thirsty. I must have some wine. And the Jew says, Oi, I'm so hot. I'm so thirsty. I must have diabetes. That works. That's great. I like that joke because it's, it's about Jews. You know, it's about the way we think about things. And That's true. Um, where can people learn more about uh, your web series and the play? Well, um, for, for our website, just go to oldjewstellingjokes.com, and uh, there's a new joke uh, Monday through Thursday, and our best repeats on Friday. And we will soon have an app that will deliver a joke a day to your iPad, uh, iPad or iPhone ad-free, um, for those of you who can't bear to sit through the ads. And um, for, the, for the website, uh, for the play, um, either go to our site and click on the banner ad, which will take you to the plays site. I think it's all Jews telling jokes on stage, but I'm not positive. Yes, it's ojtjonstage.com, actually. Mm -hmm. There it is. Nice. ojtjonstage.com. And if I could make a pitch for my movie also sure. while we're here, Moonrise Kingdom, um, which I produced for Wes Anderson last year, is opening this month. It's opening the Cannes Film Festival in May, and then it's going to open in New York and other major cities um, coming soon in May, in May this month before Memorial Day what motivated you to go into the business uh, I didn't want to be a lawyer <laughs> that's a joke <laughs> kind of uh, no I mean honestly I, I was a, when I was a senior in college I took a class in, in film production and uh it was the first time in 16 years of school that I ever could stay up all night doing my homework and not notice the night passing. And I thought to myself, wow, this is, uh, maybe I should pursue this. <laughs> I seem to like it, you know? You gotta follow your passion. Yeah, I think so. And uh, I deferred law school and, uh, you know, I, I started doing it. And, uh, you know, before long I was working on softcore porn movies in Queens. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you just got to go with your gut. Hey, you got to start somewhere. The funny thing is my dad, who I mentioned was a judge, and he was very skeptical, skeptical about me deferring law school. You know, I'd gotten into a good law school, and he said, you know, I don't know. I don't know about you doing this. Let's, let's give it a year. You know, let's give it a year. And I, and I said, okay. And I got into a pro program at NYU, which I went to for a semester. And then I, literally I was working on these softcore porn movies in Queens. And... Um, my dad was like, yeah, I think this career is going to work out just fine. <laughs> it's only, only a Jewish father and mother be like, ah, you know what? Whatever makes you happy. Yeah.
Why my mother not so oh, much? Okay. But my dad <laughs> thought, Lil, when can I visit the set? <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you so much. Sure, my pleasure. As you can see, old Jews telling jokes is a fantastic way to learn about our Jewish history. This is Aaron Herman, and thank you for watching.